0: Welcome to Rhema for Today.
1: And then the world. The Bible talks about the world, the flesh, and the devil. You see, we don't think sometimes, oh, the devil's the enemy. But here it talks about the world, the flesh, and the devil, all three of them. Sometimes it's one of them. Sometimes it's another one of them. Sometimes it's a combination of all three of them. World, flesh, devil.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I remember I was
1: preaching out in California, 1955. And, and, and I, in talking about uh, in the today's services, and, and see, God has special reasons for special things. In, in, in teaching in the daytime, in this meeting which ran for three weeks, teaching on the subject of faith and what it means to believe with the heart, I began to talk about the inward man, you know, with the heart man believeth, and, and, and so you have to get over here to what is the spirit. And and, and, seemed like, and I didn't know why. But, but God led me to, to spend a lot of extra time here talking about this inward man and using all these scriptures. Well, that was October of 1955. January of 1956, I was preaching in Southern California in one of the full gospel churches of this full gospel denomination. And this pastor, who was pastor up there in the northern part, he, he, I saw him in the service. After the service, he was talking to me. He said, You know, Brother Hagen, I see why God had you to emphasize that. He said, Between Christmas and New Year's, just recently, and I'm back down here to tend to some business, but my, my daddy died. You know, he said, I almost feel guilty if I'd been like I used to would, but I almost feel guilty for not just, uh, not just grieving about it, but every time I get to think about it, I want to shout. I mean, he went home to be with Jesus. Glory to God. You see what a difference the Word of God made in his life. That Word, he said, that you came. I'm a preacher. I know what the Word said. but some way or another, God just used it to build that into my spirit till I know he's gone but it just don't feel like he's gone, praise God. And there's such comfort and such joy. See, you didn't say happiness, joy. I mean, you can have joy on the inside with tears running down your face. Oh, you listen to me? Thank God, well, that is a storm that, that, that comes, that blows, that beats upon our house, isn't it? But then there's a storm of domestic problems that arise. And you know, there's all kinds of areas here. All kinds of areas. What caused it? I don't know. Sometimes you've got to deal with the cause of something, but in the midst of the storm, go to the Word of God. If you don't know, find out what God's Word says. Amen. God's Word tells me exactly my responsibility and duty toward my wife and her responsibility and duty toward me. Sometimes we say Christ is the answer. He is But if you're just born again, you know him all right, but don't know what the written word said, you can still be defeated. We see people defeated on every hand. The word, you see, Christ is the living word. This written word is also the word of God. It's given unto us to unveil and to reveal the Lord Jesus Christ unto us. The Bible has the answer. The Bible tells me exactly how that I am to conduct myself toward my children and what I'm supposed to do. Bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Isn't that right? Many other such scriptures. I'm just mentioning some. The Bible tells children exactly what to do in regard to their parents. And thank God for the promise of God. You know, Paul writing to the church. I was reading some time ago in a leading periodical, a world-renowned Bible teacher in full gospel circles, and I was really appalled at at, at something he said. He said, long life is not a New Testament blessing. It doesn't belong to us under the new covenant. Now, under the old covenant, God said to Israel, you know, do this and do that, and and I'll add length of days under the number of your days you'll fulfill. But... uh, and I don't belong to the New Testament, I I thought to myself, well, I always thought that Ephesians was in the New Testament. (laughs) Didn't you? (laughs) I always thought that the book of Ephesians was in the New Testament and that Paul, inspired by the Holy Ghost, is writing unto the church at Ephesus. And if it belongs to the church at Ephesus, it belongs to the church of Tulsa. Amen? Amen. I said amen. Amen. Now in the 6th chapter he said children obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. Honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and that thou mayest live a short time upon the earth. That mayest live long on the earth. Amen. Now what does it mean to tell parents to bring their children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord? Teach them what the Word of God says. I used to when my children were small, if I had to correct them, which wasn't too often, sometimes give them a whipping. Before I'd whip them, I'd read that scripture to them said, I'm not whipping you because I want to whip you. You see, I want you to, I want it to be well with you. Those are not well days when you're in the hospital, are they? Are they? No, I want it to be well with you. I want you to live a long time on the earth. I remember when Ken's about five years old. Well, he was five years old. And and, and so uh, I'd said to him to empty the wastebasket. And that night then we were... So we'd pray with them before we put them to bed. And then I'd do my studying. You know, we just had to study in the home. Just a desk over to one side of the room, you know. I, I usually they got off to bed. I, that's when I'd study sometimes, read all night long, study. And so Ken said, Dad, uh, took me by the hand and led me into the living room, actually where I had my desk. And he said, find that scripture where it said to, children do what your parents said, dude, you'll live a long time. Oh, I said to Ephesians, yeah. So I found it. Ephesians 6, 1, read it. I read it to him again. He started crying. said, I want you to forgive me. said, I didn't empty that waste basket this morning. I thought he had his empty. I guess Aretha came along it. I said, that's all right, son. I forgive you. Now get out in this prayer and you ask the Lord to forgive you. Amen. God's word just works. I said God's Word just works. I'm talking about being doers of the Word and not just hearers only will put you over in the midst of the storm. Now you think about, and I I think this is, we've all been there. I think this is one of the most difficult storms, tests, Trials, crisis that we have to deal with. And that is the storm of guilt. Because you see when you miss it. I remember after I was born again, and I, and I want to maintain that. I, I endeavor to maintain it. There's some things that in Christendom you should grow and outgrow. You know what I mean? We're born newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word. And we ought to grow up, praise God, in Christ. But did you know that there's some things about that stage or state of development of a baby that we ought to maintain? Amen. One of them is just simply this, that that sensitiveness in our spirits, praise God, when we missed it. I remember after I was born again, Not filled with the Holy Ghost. Didn't know about the baptism of the Holy Ghost. But healed. Raised up from the bed of sickness. I realize that we make mistakes we don't even realize we make a lot of times. There are faults about us. But I remember the first time that I just really made a real blunder. In fact, just had to say sort of like David of old, I've sinned. Though I didn't commit the same sin he did. Yet I've played the fool. I remember how bad I felt how terrible on the inside of me because I missed it these folks going around preaching a sin in religion they can just sin and do wrong It don't ever bother them they need another dip <laughs> not a dip of Levi either They need a dip in the fountain filled with blood. Drawn from Emmanuel's veins. Hallelujah. I don't know whether they've ever been there or not. If your spirit is born again and born of God and has the nature of God in it, and it does, if it's born again, then your spirit don't want to do wrong. Amen. Amen. It's sort of like the story D. L. Moody tells about the little young lady that said to him, said, Mr. Moody, I'd like to be saved, but I can't. She said he said, Why? Well, said I can't give up dancing. Mr. Moody preached against worldly dancing. She said, I can't give it up. I've tried it, and I can't give it up. He said, Well, little lady You just come on to the inquiry room. He'd take people into a room. He called it inquiry room. We'd call it prayer room. They would inquire, you know, and people would counsel them and pray with them. Come right on to the inquiry room and give your heart to the Lord. said, you can dance all you want to. Well, she took him at his word. Very next service, she responded to the invitation, went into the inquiry room, was born again. Four or five days later, Mr. Moody said, she met him on the street full of smiles, and said, Mr. Moody, I see what you mean now, the want-to's gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, that's what happens on the inside of us, but then we've got this body to contend with, and it'll throw you pretty easily. Then we have the devil, demons and evil spirit, and then the world, the Bible talks about the world, the flesh, and the devil. You see, we don't think sometimes, oh, the devil's the enemy, but here he talks about the world, the flesh, and the devil, all three of them. Sometimes it's one of them, sometimes it's another one of them, sometimes it's a combination of all three of them, world, flesh, devil. And we feel so badly. And under a a cloud, but we don't have to stay there, thank God. Are you listening to me? Well, I just might as well quit. I've had people to say to me, I've sinned, God don't love me anymore. Well, he, he's not encouraging you to sin, but he loves you, not because of it, but in spite of your failure.
0: Call toll free one eight 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 faith 99 We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan Well, honey, in November, uh,
1: call to arms, your men's conference. Oh, yes. November 5 and 6. You can go online and register at RAMA.org slash
0: cta. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message. That's tomorrow on RAMA for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.